Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 157. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Yo! <laughs> I hit my mic right as soon as I was going to talk, so mess with me. How y'all doing? <laughs> he wanted to let you know what happened, particularly those in the podcast who would have never known. I do the same thing all the time. So, hey. Straight uppercutted it. I think if you're here by now, 157 episodes in, you know what this is all about. But just in case it's your first time, you just were swiping through Spotify and meant to hit real things or something and you found us or maybe you're swiping through Facebook and you were said you know what I want to know what the real talk in the streets is or something I don't know and then you found us here's what we're about real talk in the we're streets. just a bunch of guys that love Jesus we love you we love the world and we're trying to all figure this thing called life out so um, there's plenty of perspectives out there on world topics and questions and the Bible and all that that have nothing to do uh, with a Christian viewpoint. So that's what we're all about. That's what this show is really about. Somewhere in the description of this show or video, maybe here, you'll see it. It won't be the actual link. You can't click it, but you'll see it. There'll be a link though in the description at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. The real in that is R-E-A-L. If you click that, go down and submit a question, follow the prompts, tippity-tap your question, comment, concern, or in. This is the cool part. It goes into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you, even if we tried. And we've tried because some people are rude. So There's some jerks out there. Yeah. And since I'm on camera, it can't be me. <laughs> <laughs> get it because i'm a jerk most of the time anyway gosh dang it so you may have noticed long-term fans the pod squad the book nook whatever all the book people. nook we weren't here last week no we didn't really have an excuse for you things got out of hand had a lot of actually some real talk led to a lot of stuff um so yeah but we're back and that's really all that matters <laughs> i will say this we have a ton of good questions out there so those of you that that contributed some questions this week. We're very, very excited. I know we've got some articles to kind of update you on life. A lot going on in the world lately. A whole lot, lot man. Um, it's weird, too, man, because some of the things we've all been worried about for years have disappeared. Interesting, right? Yeah. Magical, it's funny. Like a magic trick. Anyway. <clears throat> makes me think of people we lost. I, I still remember that comment of the person being like, can't you guys do this without putting your political views on here? And it's like, we're, they're not political views. They're just views about the life. That you're assuming. That's right, man. So, that's it. Um, I'm supposed to welcome, if you see here, give explain to give the link, which I did. Boom. So now, AJ, it's this part here, number two, Roman numeral two here. I see that. Good Roman numeral. It says, catch Roman up on name. our lives. Yeah. So, man, uh, catch up on your lives. How's, how's life? <laughs> catch up on your lives. Multiple. <laughs> How are things going? Also, you may notice if you're watching on the video, we've tightened up our shot, kind of going to old school. Old school. So you can see our exhausted faces a little bit closer. <laughs> Maybe that's just mine. You can see the, the bags under our high eyes. definition. And the, and the ravaging of age on my face. <laughs> so That's why I hide behind the camera. I just know what you think. Yeah, how's your week going, man? Et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> que sera, sera. Reminds me of that song. Nice, man. It's a good song. In the, it's a little creepy. Creepy vibe to it. Anyway. Well, I started watching a new show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, had a creepy song in the beginning of it that we'd never heard of, which has apparently been around forever. Yes. Um, I think Sly and the Family Stone may have been one of the earliest. And then they said, uh, what did he say? The, the Pixies? If it's the Pixies, that, that's crazy if that's the Pixies. That version? Yeah. I don't know. But he said the Pixies did a version of it, so it could be. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Ever listen to the Pixies? You know me, man. I don't listen to Anything. They have, they have like one good song I remember from when I was a kid. Wait, aren't they real old though? Like 80s? 
Maybe. You know, as far as music. <laughs> they had a song called Ugly. Fitting. Anyway. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Not for him, for me. Cash Hixies or Little Fairy People. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> Listen, man. Um anyway, so yes, my week. Um really last two weeks. Um, I don't know, man. It's I know you you said the same thing before. Like it's hard sometimes being on a podcast about real talk because uh, sometimes you don't really want to like go as real as you probably should, or like yeah. it's a weird line. Yeah, that's true. So like I don't know, man. I'll try to be as transparent as possible. Um, I don't know. I'm definitely struggling. Um, I don't know, man. A lot's happened past couple weeks. I'm learning. A little, I don't know, man. I don't, it's hard to like to say I'm learning because I feel like I'm not, honestly. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I'll say this. I feel like I'm realizing that emotionally I have become more of an inward emotional person than an outward one, which is interesting because I feel like I used to be an outward emotional guy. Like I used to be like, you know, I would cry more or I would, you know, or I would, I would at least be like I could talk to people about my emotions a lot easier than I can now. Hmm. Um, and, you know, and whenever I am in a situation where something serious is being talked about or something is, is like, you know, you know, you can feel the weight of something being said, you know, I now I can feel it in my body. It's like a physical response now instead of like an emotional, which is interesting. And like, you know, I know we were, we talked about it briefly and it's like a, you know, so that just seems like it's just a whole bunch of anxiety, but like under the anxiety is like there is emotion, but it's not like it's it's a it's like a diluted emotion that just is now like a physical response. That's I guess that's the best way to try to say it, um, at least right now that I can think of. So um that that's kind of something at least in life that I've realized. Um I'm in a rough spot, man. You know, if I'm being honest, you know, with the, with the, with the audience, you know, um, I don't know, man. I've hit a wall. Feels like in life, kind of like I've, you know, it's almost like I've hit. It, it's like I, I tore through a wall years ago, and kind of swung back around it, and now the wall's there again. There's no longer a hole there that I that I had previously broke through. It's like it's like I've I've repaved it. I've and so now it's like I'm hitting that wall again. Um, so, yeah, man, it's it's just kind of, I don't know, life, life feels kind of like, I don't know, I wouldn't say hopeless, but it's kind of like hopeless without wanting to be hopeless. <laughs> Does that make sense? So it's like you... It's like, and, and I think the reason why I say that is because I know there's, I know there's a higher purpose in life. I know that, like, like I believe in God. I know Jesus is real, and I know that I, I've put my faith in Jesus. So there's hope in that. But then in this current state of where life is, it can feel hopeless. Like there's no point. And so that's that's kind of what I'm, I'm I guess I'm struggling with. Um, why would it be hopeless? Um, I think the hopelessness comes from more of who I am and, and, and what I do and how I act and what, you know, um, and how, you know, I can have the same conversation with people over and over again and it feels like I don't change, you know. Um, 
And so it's funny because it's like a one thing that I've I have learned, but I don't apply very well is like, you know, part of being a man is 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 owning up to your junk, taking care of your business, and like I don't do that, and like, um. So I think a big part of a big part of uh, my struggle here is like I've learned this a lot. <laughs> So it's like, why is this not happening? Um, does that make sense? So yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I hear someone say, "There's no hope." That's a struggle for me. If you say you're a Christian, hmm. <clears throat> he calls himself the God of all hope, and it's like it's sometimes I get. Listen, we're friends, guys out there that are listening, so we talk a lot, and <clears throat> um probably more real than we are even with other people and you know i think that's a silly thing man to to leave yourself in is is to say you have no hope because intellectually like what are you actually saying Hmm. it's without without being christianese without being like okay because we talked about you said you want to be as transparent what are you actually saying when you say i have no hope it Hmm. is hopeless okay well i'll fill this in a way in a way i'm saying like I don't believe what I claim to believe. Like, yeah, and listen, I get it, man. I don't feel hope a lot, but I think that's different than I'm hopeless. Mm. For some reason, when <clears throat> when I hear someone say I'm hopeless, that's even different than I'm struggling to be hopeful or I'm 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 going I'm losing hope. All those kinds of things. To say I'm hopeless is the implication that there is no hope. Mm. And I think that's completely countercultural to what we say we or counter to what the Bible says about God. What you know, and I, I'm about who God is and what we have in him. And it's like, you know this, I've talked to you guys a lot of, I mean, what are we saying to the world? What are we saying to the people watching this show when you can look and say, I'm hopeless? Now, somebody out there is going to be like, talk, you're being mean to him. He's being real. No, man. Part of being real talk is not letting people stay where they're at, but it's it's helping each other. And it's okay to be down. It's okay to struggle with hope, but like, be careful, man, what you're actually saying. Hmm. I'm hopeless. So yeah. God's a liar, <laughs> right? Is is the is the mindset now? Again, everybody knows I'm Eeyore. Okay, I can get mopey. <laughs> That's good, man. But I mean, I would. You're not hopeless. God's still sitting on the throne, so I don't know how you can be hopeless. That's good because I think you're right, and like, I think I, I think that's part of. My problem is is I is I I just I think that's kind of the old Mick. I automatically go there, <laughs> you know, like because <clears throat> you're right. Like when I look at it, it's like okay, well, if I say everything's hopeless, then like you're saying that, like you said, like, well, God's a liar, and it's like, well, I don't think God's a liar. So then it's like, what am I what am I really feeling? So then I have to. It's 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 hard to explain. So it's like what you said well, maybe I'm struggling to feel hope because that is different. And, like, because you're right, like, I don't think I, it's funny because even though I'm in a hard place, and I'll, I'll always use this as an example, I, I still don't think I'm in as bad of a place before I came to, the to like, to church and found Christ, you know? Because that was, that was hopelessness beforehand. Well, I also think if you're going to say you're hopeless, you're going to have to tell people some of it. Like, like people are going to go, okay, what? Is, his, is he dying? Is he, mm. like... You know, I see what you're saying. So, 
the reason the reason why I and can unless I missed it, maybe I did. Like, what's your reason for being hopeless? So, specifically, like, why why are you hopeless? If if no, that's that's great because yeah. I don't I didn't go into it. So, uh so the reason why I'm feeling hopeless is because you know I've. I've I've lost a lot. Like I had a lot of opportunities here at the church, and I've kind of you know I feel like I've kind of thrown them out, you know, because of you know my my anxiety, my my uh, oh, I would say like my lack my lack of of care. Like I didn't I didn't put in effort. So you know I've lost a lot of opportunity at the church with like staff. You know I have, uh, you know. With even with like Remnant House, I've let the guys down a lot in Remnant House, and you know, and, and that's a program. Uh, again, some of you aren't don't go to the church that sponsors this show. Yeah, that's a internship program for men. It's really just it. Yeah, so um, you know, I've I've let the guys down a lot in Remnant House, um, and you know, like I don't, I may not be a part of that much longer. Um, so it's like the things that I had. I took for granted mm. and now that those are being removed because of my own crap you know I think that's where the feeling of hopelessness comes in because you know you you spoke of this earlier off camera and it was you know we've poured a lot into you but there hasn't been a whole lot of like, like there's been change but there hasn't been change in areas where like there should have been by now. Like, like I'm stuck. In I don't that. think that was the message that I said. So I'm going to challenge that a little bit. I think what I'm saying is, is that I think there's a time because you just made it seem like we told you that you we've invested time in you and you haven't made the right changes to earn something. Mm, and that yeah. was not my message. And I think yeah, what, there's a lot more. To since it, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just going to be real, man. Since you're being real, what we're saying is, is that you're you're mature enough now in the faith. Mm-hmm. that there's certain areas that God is... And this goes for all of us. I have to say this for people out there, okay? But I think in your case, it's been very obvious the last year. You know, you are you are too good to be still struggling with the things you're struggling with, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like <clears throat> in your faith, you, you know, because they're not even... I don't even know how to put into words. Because you, the problem with you bringing this up, man, is that you haven't we're not we're not giving details and it's making it difficult for me to talk about it mm. um but i had to challenge that because i think that again kind of puts it on that we've given up on you mm. when the truth is that's not true the no. truth is i think yeah i'll just stick by it i think there's a certain point where you know if you're struggling with the same thing and i guess it's for everyone out there and, and I, I have areas in my life right now i can think of one if you're struggling with the same thing over and over and over again and god has given you multiple chances to to take even a step forward, right? Even the first, the, the little step. At what point do you look at your life and say, "I am choosing to stay here"? Right, and in you know what I mean. Yes, that's good. Thank you for clarifying because I know I'm not I'm not good at. <laughs> I don't believe that either. I think you are good at that, and that wasn't what I was saying. I was just clarifying in this moment that comment because I think let's just now it's kind of a little awkward. Like I get why you're not trying to go too in detail, but you're <laughs> dropping enough without filling things in, that it's creating some confusion. So the bottom line is, why are you hopeless? Because you've lost opportunities. Yes. You, you, things in your life may be changing. Yes. And why is that hopeless? Um, that, that is hopeless because... Like, what's hopeless about it, I guess? I think it's hopeless because it feels like, there's a part of me that feels like I can't have that back. 
Gotcha. Like, like I like that is something that's passed by now, and it's it's too. Late. So even if that's true, why why is your life hopeless? Because I think in my mind it feels like I've I've screwed up the opportunity to to have good people around me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that's true, and I think that's you know that's a lie from the enemy. And the other and the other part is, you know, a lot of times. <clears throat> I'm not even saying this is true that you've lost all these opportunities, okay? Without, but without going into too much detail. But what I will say <clears throat> is that God is in the business of restoring. God is in the business of of <laughs> taking situations that we oftentimes, okay, I know that in my own life. There's been times that I lit the fire in my life. I lit the thing that destroyed a lot of it, that damaged it, and. You know, I didn't, it's, you, you can't even earn it back. It's just, you follow the steps that you can and follow God and do as he says. And he's in the business of restoring people because that, you know, he's glorified in that. So I, you know, you, it doesn't matter what happens, man, is that God has good for you. His word says that. Um, I work out all things for the, God works out all things for the good of those who believe according to his purposes. And that's such a powerful verse that we tend to, I think that last part was says for his purposes, we kind of use as a like, well, his purpose is to make me miserable. It's good to him, but miserable to me. Like he knows what good means. Mm-hmm. He knows what we, that we know what good means. Like when he used the word good, he wouldn't use the word good and mean like, I think it's good, but it's miserable for you. Like the, the journey parts of it might be very painful, but the it's going, it is good, hmm. you know? And I get it because I struggle in this area too sometimes really encouraging you man you've got a lot to be hopeful for hopeful in and encouraged by i think your biggest thing for being real is you're just a quitter man sometimes you just give up you 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 think that so you know you don't go down swinging in any situation i shouldn't say in any in a lot of situations that's true man (laughs) which is crazy because you're very gifted and been given a lot of opportunities too and it's almost like you're like nope i'm garbage you know? It's true, man. And like you're not, I, you're not garbage. I accept. I just accept things for what they like. Oh, see, even then, that's still saying like, because I was gonna say that I just accept things for what they are. But it's like that. That's what I mean, though. Like I, I see the situation. I just think it's that's it, you know. And like the the taking the swing for me has never been something that I've. I've been good at like i don't know why but, but like that's a- something you, that like it, now i'm not good at it implies that it's a natural thing okay or like it's um like i'm not good at golf right? <laughs> or i'm not or that's not even it's nope. almost like you're saying i'm not good at running like you have the capability to do that it's not something that only certain people do you just have to choose to take the swing which <laughs> that makes sense for my life because that, that's I, freeing in a way it should be Yes, and like I drop my highlighter. <laughs> um, it makes sense, man, because like that's been one of my biggest struggles in life, even before I knew like Jesus, and even now is like if there was any ever a moment that I sensed I wasn't just good at something, I didn't want to do it, and that is a big hindrance to me. And like so, <sighs> I think that I think that's where the like the hopeless feeling also comes from is like. If it's not natural, then it's just nope. Don't want to do it because I'm just I'm hopeless in the fact that I could get better at it. And like I don't know, man. I just yeah, I don't know. I realize that that I realize that that kind of limits me, and like it, it and it 
it's putting it under my control and I'm not letting God say who I am. I'm saying, well, I know who I am. And it's like, that's the same problem I've had. So it's like, Dude, it, I don't know, and I don't mean this in a rude way, but some of it's really arrogant, but not in the way you think. So I, I've never, I've heard you clearly. We've talked about this a lot. He shares stuff with me, but like, mm-hmm. think about what you just said. It's almost the implication you don't. You're a person that doesn't have to work hard. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm sitting there thinking of my own mindset, and I'm like, dude, okay, so football, I was pretty good at it, but I never approached it as though I never had to work at it. And it's like you just go live in this world where like I am naturally gifted, and if I'm like, I don't have to work at things, right? And I'm not mm. saying that's what your mind thinks, but, like, yeah. what a weird thing to, like, for you to limit yourself in. Mm. I th- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't Maybe that doesn't even make sense. Because I know that's not your heart. But it's almost this idea of, like, you just don't think you should have to work for anything. I think that is part of, the, like, part of my, like, my sin is, like... Sure. Like your flesh or whatever? Yes. Like I, and I no, I believe it comes from a place of, like you said, like an insecurity sort of... In a, it, I don't think it's arrogance. I'm saying, but the... It's how our mind tricks us. Our mind's so tricky, dude. <laughs> right? And the enemy and all that. I already know how this show's going. Todd, why you so mean to AJ? Well, hey, guess what, folks? None of you are going to be with him in three months. I will, so... <laughs> hey, Lord willing. So it's, you know sometimes what? I, happens, I believe that, I, too. I can't tell how many times people... This is just an aside, since we're being real. I cannot tell how many times in our church, for instance, people are like, Todd is so mean to AJ. And I'm like, I get real. I've told you guys before. Part of me is like, man, you ain't going to be here in six months. Like, you know what I mean? Which is sort of yeah. arrogant on my part. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway... I mean, it, so yeah, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're or, fine. Or like, I just think the idea of being hopeless—like you're not—you're you're not hopeless, man. So, and yeah. you're not—you're not hopeless as a person. I mean, that's not true. That's a lie from the enemy, and it's just—it's limiting and it's very condemning. And the Bible says uh, there is no condemnation in Christ, so it's not coming from Him. That's true, and like, that's what it is, man. You're right. I think it is just a lot of lies. Like, I don't. And that's where he gets me because I think he knows I don't like myself, so he knows that he can just keep keep he can just keep that he can keep stomping on my neck, and I just yeah. take it because I think it's me and not him. But so you know, what do I do with that man? Like I, <laughs> you know, I get back on the horse and try to keep riding, but like that's my issue. Like I have to actually do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, I appreciate you. You're, you're a good conversationalist because you're so good at, like, like, you're just good at, like, I don't know. You help me. You help me get my stuff out of my mind. So I appreciate you because, oh, like, I don't. Yeah. A lot of the time I'm trying to say things and maybe they don't come off the way I, I want it to. And, like, you're just good at, like, taking that and, like, working through that. Well, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate saying that. I, I, I can come off very impatient. And- <laughs> Which I am. So I guess it's not just coming off. But I think, yeah, I, I don't want people to misunderstand your heart either mm. and who you really are and what you think because I know you, you know. So yeah. anyway, I appreciate you being that transparent, man. You know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that feeling, and I hope you guys take what we just said and kind of worked out with us, you know. Mm. Yeah, he's still – his situation hasn't changed. But my hope is in, in this conversation and the benefit of having real talk is to be reminded of truth, which is you are not hopeless. Right? If you don't have those kind of conversations, you're never going to be able to be encouraged. Hmm. And so many people out there, so many of you folks, I'll offend you, I've already done it, is like you're so fake that you can't ever be encouraged. Um, and it's something I was going to talk about on uh, later on our little like 
Truth Tuesday kind of segment ideas. Just this idea of, I've said it all the time, but man, people are so, Christians are so trapped in this idea of, of what it is to be a Christian when it's really just make believe. Mm-hmm. So being a Christian means pretending nothing is ever wrong or it's the opposite, right? Everything is wrong. It's just, I don't know, it's an odd thing. Come to that later, but. Mm. But. Anyway. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for talking like, yeah. through that with me. I appreciate you. But how are you, man? How are you doing? What's life bringing you? What is the highway of life telling you? Well, I'll tell you one How's thing. How's the car ride? <laughs> it's a highway, and I've been, I've been riding it all night long. <laughs> so what I would say is, uh, what is going on in my life? So I would say that I am uh, just trying to choose joy, man. Trying to choose joy, trying to be more positive. Because of what I just told you. And part of the reason I was able to say that to you is, you know, I recognize that in myself. I mm-hmm. did some study, and I don't want to say too much because I think I'll do a message on this at one point. But we're free, man, and we're saved, and our position is secure in Christ. And um, when I live out of that, I can have joy and, uh, and, and be aware of how I affect other people. You know, joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And when mm-hmm. we're in a healthy place, we should be joyful. But it's just like anything else. We choose to do it. We choose to access that, right? We choose to live out of that. And that's an area that I don't, excuse me, I don't live out of a lot. Unless circumstances, I think I have. And so something I've been trying to do, saying that to you guys that are watching too. So I haven't been myself in a while and feel like, woohoo, but you know, I have a lot to, a lot to be thankful for. And yes, I'm frustrated at things. And, but overall, we all have those moments. Overall, I should be more joyful. So that's my goal is to just live life, man, and be joyful and excited and fun and laugh and be and be those things, you know. Um, be that and let, enjoy life. You know, when I look back at life someday, I, hopefully you'll far in the future, you know, when I'm ready to go home. Hmm. Um, am I going to think about all those little stressors or am I going to be, man, I wish I had more time to laugh and to Gosh, smile and... <laughs> That's that's where I'm at, and um, I haven't said that to a lot of people because I don't even know if I've told you guys directly because I don't want it to be one of those things where I say it. I want it. I want it. I want to show it. I'm you know, live it. and it's good, man. So <clears throat> that's it. And then there's a lot of other stuff in there too. I'm um, really trying to stay mission oriented and, and, and focused on. We had a really cool conversation, me, you, and some of the guys the other day about sort of vision about what was behind this church and and Jesus and how exciting and like how he is, man, his character and his heart and what that does for us in life. And like, when we think about it, how awesome it is. And I'm just so blessed. I'm so blessed to be in the show. I'm blessed to be friends with you guys. I'm blessed to be at this church. I'm blessed to be, uh, to be chosen. You know, he <laughs> chose me. I didn't choose him. That's so and good, man. I just think that's awesome, man. And, and, and I mean that genuinely. Now, I also didn't want to tell people in case I have another mopey day and they're like, you said you're going to be joyful, you know, but <laughs> that's where I'm at. And, we have so much to be thankful for, guys, and this world wants to kill our joy. I'm it's, telling you right now. Turn on the news, turn on anything else, it wants to kill our joy, and I don't want to let it. That's good, man. You know? That's true. And, and I appreciate your leadership in that because, like that, like you said, it's all a choice, man. Like, we have to make the choice to be joyful. Like, you, you know, it's an action in a lot of ways, and, like, I've definitely noticed a difference, man, in like how like how you've been. 
Like you've definitely done a great job of choosing joy. I appreciate that, man. Cause you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like I am, but I, but I want to, you know, I want to get there. So thanks for saying that. I appreciate yeah, absolutely. That. Cause I used to be that guy, believe it or not. I say this to people all the time. I used to be a, I used to be the sort of the life of the party guy. Joy bringer. Yeah. I used to, I told you I was you, man. I'm your future. Hey, look at your future. <laughs> you know? So what else is going on? Oh, man, uh, that's the big thing. I'm going to start a business. I've been saying that, but that's true. I'm going to start a clothing line. I'm not going to tell you the name of it in case some of you some of you know it already, but we're going to start a clothing line. Uh, you're probably going to partner with me in some of that, I think, is the plan. I would love to do yeah, you've already some had, of it. Well, you got the one design, man. We're yeah. using it. So we got, yeah. we're going to do sweatshirts and <clears throat> cool things. So, uh, in fact, I would say our company may end up buying at some sponsorship time in the show. So you'll find out in the weeks to come. Um, Pretty cool, dude. and we got to separate it because you know, we don't want to use this show. That's not, that's a ministry to to do that without paying. Because hey, you guys can sponsor too. By the way, you got a local business you want to sponsor? Hey, it goes directly into this show. That's <laughs> I keep hitting this like I'm on a news anchor show. Sorry for the loud bang. So I'm going to do that. That's a real thing I'm going to do, and I feel like people don't believe me, and I'm going to do it. I'm excited, dude. Me it's going to be really cool. I hope so. And creating got- is just so exhilarating to me. I don't know why. I want you to understand. You sounded like some sort of poet from the 19th century and it was good man you go you in your face you go creating it's so exhilarating to me <laughs> i loved it that was awesome dude i'm serious i looked over and I you, your face felt, was just so enraptured genuine yeah I did. I did man creation is all beauty and beauty is creation. There is a rush in it, man. There I love is. it too, man. So uh, yeah. a lot of the show stuff, we're trying to come back. You guys know we're going to come back live here soon. I may just surprise you. We've got a lot of stuff. For, I, I know I say that, man, but I'm just really excited. I'm very, very, very thankful. And what I'm learning too, since you said this. You've, you've held us up quite a bit with your joy. It. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> you said I held up the show with my joy? It said you've held us up quite a bit with your joy. I thought, literally, it sounds like you're saying, yeah, man, we get it. You've held this show up long enough with your joy. No, I'm but saying, I, I'm I, encouraging I, you, I, yeah. No, I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, so I just think that's something that I need to do, and I'm trying to do, and, and I want to do, and uh, yeah. So, I was thinking of something else. So, still on this weight loss journey. So I lost 10 pounds. I think I said that a few weeks ago. Yeah, but it doesn't don't end on the clap because you already know this. I don't know if there's ever been a human being that fluctuates weight. So I want you to understand, I told you yesterday, I, I fluctuated four pounds in 24 hours. Yeah, man, that's pretty wild. <laughs> and it's so frustrating, you know, uh, but I'm sticking to it. And, you know, for everyone to know a little about Todd, what really kickstarts this journey is when I have to prove someone wrong, when someone <laughs> challenges me, even if it's not directly, but imply that I can't do something or that someone is superior to me <laughs> in some way that I could control, right? I mean, I can't grow six, seven or something. Sure. I'm going to prove them wrong. <laughs> so I know everybody's probably like, who, Todd, you're never going to be not fat, chubby. Or whatever. (laughs) I'm going to. I'm going to prove it to you. So So come this Sunday and tell Todd he can't do it. Oh, they've already done that. Don't do that. (laughs) I'm already going to show you guys. So I'm on that journey. I have lost overall about, I'm I'm finding a middle here that's Mm -hmm. pretty consistent, about 
eight pounds. Which is awesome, dude. That's yeah. a lot of weight, bro. I just got to be, you know, and I'm. you guys know this. I'm working my butt off. But, you know, our good buddy Luke. Hey, Mr. Muscle Boogie. <laughs> I bet he doesn't watch the show anymore, so he won't hear that. Um, but Luke, Called our good out. friend. Um, he was talking the other day, giving another friend of ours advice in men's group. And he's like, listen, and this is true. And mm-hmm. I feel like people blew him off. This is true. I can even say that in my case when I was really fit. You know, working out's about 20%. It, it matters, mm-hmm. right? It isn't. But it's 80%. Is diet. I mean, that's a fact. So, getting back in the train of for me, my body responds really well to high protein diets. Some people, some scientists, are like everybody's body does. Mine really. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, more protein I eat. It just, I don't know, man. It's quick. Uh, my body gets cautious. It's like, hey, store it as fat immediately. That's what it feels like. So, <laughs> store it as fat. Uh, I don't believe in like keto stuff. I mean, I should have said that because I offended someone. It works. Have you ever seen someone on keto? <laughs> Uh, you know what keto is? Keto's high fat, like no carbs. Okay, I was, gonna, I was gonna be honest. I've, I've, yeah, never they eat really no carbs. Keto is. And you will lose weight like a madman. Hmm. Pro- I just, I've always felt like, like, I just don't. I'll tell you, you off air. Keto, I'll tell you right? off air why I don't want, why I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anyone. Because um, it definitely works. It definitely works for weight loss. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I feel like I talked way too long about that. So I'm still on that journey. <laughs> what else is there to say? Um, <clears throat> how do they make keto bread then? Yeah, that keto bread. I, I don't eat it because it's like keto. I eat it because it's like low in carbs and high in protein. Right? Really? Because, because, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I don't. I didn't. Sure, give, man. I'll I didn't listen. give I'll a. Fr- I didn't give a frick about food groups. I don't know what, what is what. You half didn't. The time. No. As though that's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Not <laughs> used to in the old days. Now AJ's in the back so, of the food pyramid. <laughs> Going, yeah, because oh, this is clearly I can't have enough carbs today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, man. With his McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> so so bread is mostly carbs, right? Like car, like that's, yeah, bread, yeah, grains, grains are carbs. And you said a keto diet is where you trying to get like no that, carbs, right? Keto, you eat none, bro. Really? Literally zero. And then there's like low carb keto. You're supposed to eat none. Yeah. So is keto bread no carbs, or there's still no, there's carbs? carbs okay, because so I was going to say that's insane. If they managed to make keto bread with no carbs, no. So he's talking about this carbs. healthy life keto bread I've been eating, yeah, which is just low carbs. It's awesome, and you've tasted it, right? You yeah, it's it good. doesn't taste yeah, it's just bread. different. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a lot of protein. My big deal is getting protein. <laughs> Spent way sense. too much time bored people. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. Uh, our field, man, I got really, really excited the other day, and I feel like our church, a little, little poke in their ribs, man. I, I try to get them excited about the future. And Punks. Some of them are, yeah, some of them just don't like to be happy. So, <laughs> me, I'm one of them, yeah, me too. Um, so I'm excited about that. Our field, in all seriousness, so we we built, I think we even talked about this a couple years ago, and now it's like coming to fruition. Um, we flattened out this land behind the, our church, took a lot of money and time and the field got grass. Well, I went and walked around it for really the first time cause the snow finally melted. It was a nice day. We had one nice day here in Indiana Yeah, and it looks incredible, man. I mean, if you went out there, yeah. it's there way more flat than I thought. Mm-hmm. So I love the way we have that little hill now that kind of looks yes, down on dude, it. It's so cool. So it's pretty cool. We got that a lot of bench out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like imagine people like people will set up, um, launchers and watch the games from up there that's pretty dope actually so who knows man it's fun cool stuff what else is there i'm just excited just really I, i've been thinking a lot about just so thankful man our conversation like i said the other day even about jesus and, and the mission and the vision and what mm-hmm. we're trying to do it just got me excited and 
thankful for you guys. Very, very thankful for your guys' friendship and what you've meant to me and your family to me in, in all the ways that matter. So it's meant a ton to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, sure, I've got challenges. You know, I'm still trying to better myself, still trying to be a better man and be the kind of man that I know I'm called to be. And it's such a weird thing to to want that in all your heart and still do things that sabotage that. You know, it's such a weird thing about being a human sometimes. But another proof of the Bible being real is that the Apostle Paul tells us that. You know, he tells us, I do what I don't want to do and don't do what I want to do, and then ends it with that. But I'm so thankful to God, I'm paraphrasing. He says, thank you, God, that, you know, that I'm still safe through Christ Jesus. And then the verse that's been the anchor verse of my life really is there's no condemnation in Christ mm-hmm. because the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Yeah. The spirit of life. That's it, man. So I don't know if that kind of fills you in where I'm at. I mean, Absolutely, there's a lot of, man. A lot of other weird little things, but yeah, I gas prices are 430 or something here in Indiana, which Kill is unbelievable. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's unbelievable. insane. That's yeah. probably something we haven't we haven't actually had the chance to talk about any of that, have we? Yeah, no, we haven't. And we we've we've tried to not be as offensive, I think. Because <laughs> whenever you talk about gas prices, I've already seen it. Uh, it becomes very political, you know. And to me, there's certain things like you can't argue. I have <laughs> I don't want to see this is why we don't talk about it, because I'd start going into, you know, people people j- we as humans are incredibly good at justifying our viewpoints, even if it's delusional. So yeah. People are trying to say, oh, you know, it's the old it's the old administration's fault. The gas prices are this high. You guys don't know how gas works. And I'm like, you're delusional. It's, you are literally delusional. It's because, true, you know, I heard someone say the other day, the only reason gas prices weren't that high. Are you ready for this? No, no. You're not going to believe this. Is because nobody was driving during the pandemic. <laughs> Uh-huh. That makes no sense, man. Yeah, well, I get I get the, the idea in general, but it doesn't make a $2.50 difference, okay? I'm just no. telling you right now. No, it does not. So, just weird. I'm probably offending someone already. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? World events, man? I mean... Yeah. I, yeah, we haven't really... It's hard to talk about, man, because we know what we... You know, I'll just be real. We're probably a little more well-versed in these things than a lot of people, hmm. but people think that they are. Yeah. So what I mean by that is a lot of a lot of people get the majority of their news on this stuff from American mainstream media, okay? Yeah. And you know, I, I don't. It's hard for me because if we've learned anything over the past few years is that you've got to take that stuff through a filter. It's true, dude. Through a great, you know, you got you've got a filter. That is factual. And I think for us, what I'm very thankful for is some of our sources. Like you know, we see news and viewpoints and perspectives from all over the world about these events. Um, and I'm proud of that. I'm not going to shy away from that. So it's hard sometimes to have conversations with people that aren't as, sense. Who, who who are only getting it from that source because they will label us certain ways, right? It's Conspiracy true. theorist or yep. um, delu- you know, wrong. You know, just straight up. When it's like, dude, <laughs> which is crazy because groupthink is so powerful that even though there's things we know to be fact, like it's factual, we've seen it, right? Let's just say. Still, they can make me doubt myself. Yeah, I can still mess with you. They can make <laughs> me doubt Doubt reality. Mm-hmm. So I, it's always interesting, man, because I always feel like people also like it's either one extreme or the other. Like they think just because we follow these like alternative sources that we just believe every single yeah. thing that even yeah. alternative sources say, which is not true. Yeah, we're always looking for like we're always everybody should look for, through alter, through alternatives. Like, yes, find as much info as you can, and then find the things that all have in common. You're gonna probably find the truth. Absolutely. Right? So. 
It's hard though, man, because I, we know this and this goes for you guys out there too. All of us, it seems it's, I've had people say, and I think we even got a question about this today, but it's like, where do you find the truth? Mm -hmm. It's so hard in today's society, but all that to be said, it's heartbreaking, you know, war of any kind and violence is, um, it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, um, there are, there are innocent people being affected. Absolutely. And there's, there's governments making decisions there's people making decisions, huge decisions that won't affect them, but will affect their people. Across, you know, isn't that funny? You know, that a small percentage of people are making decisions that affect the vast majority. Um, so it's just, it's an interesting thing. And uh, so, be, we're, you know, certainly we're praying for the whole situation. Um, but man... A lot of stuff going on right now. There is. A lot of stuff going on that people aren't paying attention to because of what's going on in Ukraine. That's also true. Uh, I know that a lot of states are half passed or are looking to pass um, vaccination passports, Mm -hmm. which probably just got us shadow banned again. People laugh, but that's a fact. It's a real thing. Yeah. So I got to come up with, okay, how about sharp, sharp point cards of record? What about a VAC pass? Yeah, yeah. I thought of one. It has to do with like a DUI checkpoint, but you like change the lettering. There you go. People know. That's a real thing. You can look that up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like over 20, 20 yeah, something like that. States or whatever. Yeah. So there's a federal bill looking to that was introduced by I believe a Republican from like Tennessee that's trying to make that stuff illegal. Because essentially, what is if you don't have that, you can't use in those states public services, um, you know, and, that, and, and listen, what's scary about that is where does it stop? So to me, though, in, in the interest of the topic we're talking about, I just think it's funny that, like, nobody's talking about that because of what's going on right now, you know. So uh, precipice of, you know, keep praying, guys, because, you know, the idea of World War Three, which I do know we've got a question on that we'll get to, not to mm-hmm. cause fear, um, it is what it is, man. God is sovereign, and we have to trust him and... But it's scary, you know. It's a scary world we live in. These last three years have been one. I don't know if you noticed they went so fast. Oh man! Well, twenty twenty like didn't exist. So yes. it's like you forget that you lost a year in time. Almost mm-hmm. feels like. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's twenty twenty two almost almost feels like it's only twenty twenty one, but it's mm-hmm. not true. It's weird. So I agree with that. It's went by super fast, which know, doesn't man. anybody knows me messes with me already. So <laughs> time, yeah. <clears throat> That's it. Sorry for rambling. No, I love it, man. It's good stuff. A lot of stuff going on. Yes. Um, I guess we should do some questions, huh? I suppose. Well, I'll start by reading one to you. Okay. Question number one. So I've been pondering this question for a while. My husband and I had raised our tithe over a year ago because our bills are really cheap and we wanted our extra money to regularly go to the church. Soon, our job situation is going to change, and we also would love to move and buy a house. Is it wrong to lower our tithe? Is that not having faith in God? I struggle with the thought of lowering it. Hmm. So I think this can go in several ways, I feel like. I would say that, is it wrong to lower your tithe? No. I don't think that's, that's wrong. Um... Is that not having faith in God? I think it depends on where your heart's at. Mm, Are you good. doing it out of fear? Mm. 
you know, that's the question that came to my mind. If you're doing it out of fear, is there faith in God that you're going to make it make it out okay if, if you don't lower your tithe? You know, so that's those are questions I think you need to ask yourself. Um, I think if you're struggling with the thought of lowering it, there's two places that can go. Maybe you are being convicted, but there's also that could be prideful. Um, prideful in the sense of, like, you're embarrassed to have to lower your tithe. <laughs> um situations change man life changes it's constantly changing and you know if you're doing it at, out of a place of fear or pride then i i i don't think you're making the right decision mm. um one way or the other <laughs> whether that's lowering it or not um so i guess check your heart pray on that like you know I think a lot of the time we want it to be as this clear-cut answer, and sometimes it's not. We really have to, like, truly check our hearts, which is something we don't do often. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's kind of what I think. I think it's really good you said pray about it, and <clears throat> I would agree with him. Um, I don't know, you know, without knowing your heart. And I think the best way to answer this question is you pray about it and think about it. And, and listen, God's going to answer you. Sometimes we say pray about it, and it's sort of one of those, like, hey, let me throw a coin in the wishing well and hope I get an answer. It's like, yeah. no, God will answer you. But will you slow down and hear it? And listen, that's good. Um, you know, you got to know your heart. Are you doing it out of fear? Are you doing it out of greed? Are you doing it because, like, you know, you need to do that? And we we don't talk about, you know, amounts and things like that. Um, I don't know. So I can't – is it wrong in and of itself? No, it's not wrong. No. Um, you know, God loves a cheerful giver, someone whose Bible says that, you know, giving right. out, of, out of a desire to want to give. And uh, as long as you're now giving something – you know, that's a bit, that's a fact. That's a, we're commanded to give, you know, to, but I only say that because we've had people that think that's not the case yeah. um, as a believer anyway. But, so yeah, I, uh, sounds like the fact that you're wrestling with, it's pretty cool and shows your heart. Definitely. Um, Taking right steps. Yeah. And then maybe you ask your spouse, cause it sounds like you have, I struggle with law and it seems like it maybe it's your spouse. It's like, Hey, we need to lower this, which makes sense. But Maybe ask that question to him. Why are we doing this? You know, what's what's our? It sounds like you said your job situation is changing, so I don't know if that means your income's going down. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Right, but, but I know God loves you, and and He's gonna, He'll answer your prayer. But That's good, you know, man. Um, it's not wrong in and of itself. Agreed. Just depending on your heart. Good, great point, man. Let's see. Next question for you, Todd, man. Yeah. <laughs> If sin, if sin doesn't convict someone, are they saved? Um, I mean, you can. Uh, the Bible talks about sort of the idea of grieving the spirit, um, quenching the spirit, getting to the point where you have become numb to it speaking to you. Hmm. You know, and that can happen. So, doesn't mean you're not saved. I can tell you this: it's 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 a good question to ask. You know, sin is not convicting you at all. One of two things are happening: either you are not saved, so you don't have the Holy Spirit. Or you have done and lived in this sin so long, or a sin, that you have quenched the Spirit. And the way I like to put that is you've turned the volume of your life up so much that you don't even hear it anymore. So either way, it's not a good symptom. It's not a good sign. It's the sign of either a non-believer or an unhealthy believer. And either way, it's something that you need to address. And it starts with repentance, hmm. you know. If you're acknowledging that it's not convicting you, then there's an acknowledgement that it's wrong. You need to repent of it. You need to That's go to good. God and talk to him about it and confess it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a touchy subject because I believe people can repent and then struggle with a specific sin at times. And 
and wrestle through it, but it's the heart, right? Um, sort of, I've used this analogy before. So you have two alcoholics, both of them um, abstaining from alcohol. Yeah. Both stumble two weeks later. One is really fighting and one isn't. And you don't really know until you know the person. That's really so, good, man. But here's the thing. God knows your heart, so you can't <laughs> fool him. Nope. No fooling so, the guy upstairs, man. Are they saved? I can't say they are or they're not. I, I know it's either they're not a believer or they're an unhealthy believer. All right. I like that. It's good, man. Like you said, either way, it's not a healthy situation. It's not healthy, yeah. All right, man. So question two. What did you say? Fun turn? You said it's not a good thing? Yeah, I said it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. What's a song that's been speaking to you guys lately? So, I have a playlist here. I want to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear all about it. Tell me the name of a song. I think you showed me this one. It's called Lazarus by Bella, Bella Reeve. You yeah. showed me this song. It's freaking awesome. Um, I'm like, can I just pull up the lyrics only? No, I'm practicing. Oh, yeah, that's good. Good, good, good. But, 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 but there's some lyrics in there I can show you guys here in a second. But that that's the one I've, I've been thinking of. Wow, big surprise. This guy stole my song. So. Was that what yours too? Dude, there's a reason I shared it with you. But yes, that is. Uh, however, I'll pick a different one as well. Uh, a worship song that's been speaking to me in general, I always go back to, is Unseen by Seventh Day Slumber. I love that song. talks about, you know, the idea of living by our faith uh, and what we can't see. talks about that in 1 Corinthians. But... Another song lately that <clears throat> um, I think is kind of powerful is uh, this song called Listen, Friend, by Above Only. Okay. It's about, um, I played this for you too, you just don't remember. Uh, and it's kind of talking about how this desire to share what's really going on in our lives, the ugly and the addictions, and you know how he's sort of singing from, from the perspective of someone who, who needs someone to talk to and 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 wishes that he could be free to share. Mm. Um, I think I remember the chorus. Like, like I can hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. But Lazarus is a great, great song. Yeah, man. Uh, one, some of the lyrics here, he says, like, uh, referencing, you know, Jesus you know, to Lazarus, saying, like, come out, come out from your hiding. And it says, just as you are, come out from the dark, which is awesome. Even when the dead man's sleep and resurrection, resurrection calls to restore, even here and now, you are what he's calling for. It's like, man. It's just good stuff, dude. Yeah, so that's Lazarus by Bellevue. Dude, the band is no longer together, and that's crazy. Cause it's I, I just heard this song like two weeks ago. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. It's very unfortunate. That's what I mean, man. A lot of moving music, man. Just it's true. Oh, yeah. Fun no turn, what do you got? You got any songs speaking to you lately? Oh, you know me. I love music, so I have two. I got one from Christian Rap, and I got one from uh, Skillet. We'll start with uh, Skillet. Which I love them. It's called "Standing in the Storm," and there <laughs> yeah, is yeah. it's such a good song. And, and then when he goes "Death Before Dishonor," like mm. puts it into more that night ideology, or or even like that realizing that like I've funny little thing about my life is I've realized I've tried to take on what other things have. Like Todd, Todd is really moved by knights, and I've tried to take on that thing. Like I am moved by warriors and knights, yeah, but I'm specifically are. moved by. I've noticed reading Wild at Heart, kind of like how he goes, what are you actually moved by? Yeah. And I'd, I've noticed like the two things I've ever been moved by in my life that are like things are cowboys and Vikings. And this idea of like death before dishonor is so powerful to me. And the other one is Olympus by John Keefe. And the chorus is mm-hmm. yeah. the chorus is so powerful because like I didn't even realize it. it's an eerie, almost an Sorry. eerie song that makes you so like, it makes you like want to so hard to explain it's such a good song go check it out but this is the chorus it says 
He goes, I want to know you. Show me what you want from me and, and need to see. The world is getting louder. Can you hear them hear them sing? Yeah, I was born for this. I see it in the stars. I'm climbing and I ain't stopping till I'm sitting at the pantheon conversing with the gods. Yeah, Lord, I need you. Mm. Talking about that idea of like, can you hear the world? Like they're 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 singing that they want to be this thing and they're they are gods when we're not. I need you so I don't forget this. Whew. And I think in my life recently, even just coming into terms of like I have a facade I put on and all these things like that, it, it impacts me in that way of like, remember like even the line where he goes, what you want from me, what you need to see, like that mm. idea. Oh, it's so good. And it just, it's a great song. I love that song. Hmm. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Olympus. Yeah. I've read uh, John Keith, he said. He has a song called David, too. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. on my uh, Game Day Hype 3, too. It's, it's like literally two songs down, and I'm like, oh, this is so good, too, yeah. because he's talking about that whole David story, and then you're like, he relates it to life now, and I'm like, oh, this is so good. This is good. <laughs> that question, hey, bro. All right, uh, <clears throat> question number two. Thanks for sharing. Do you think it's wrong to discuss your sex life? That's yours, isn't it? Move on. That's your, it's your turn. Oh, you got to oh, cool. ask me. Nice. Do you, <laughs> so I started for you. <laughs> Do you think it's wrong to discuss your sex life with friends? I am married, and my friend is married. My husband said it was weird to talk about it. I didn't think I, I was doing anything wrong. Um, I guess I don't know why you're talking about it. Um, I'm trying to put myself in your, it said husband, right? Yes. Your husband's shoes. Like, you know, if, if you were like, Hey, I'm loving my love life and you left it at that, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. But like, are you complaining? Are you like comparing? Like, that's weird. <clears throat> that's um, good. Cause I can see why, like the husband said it was weird to talk about it because I guess it, it depends on the context of how you were talking. about. Yeah. Are you okay with your husband talking to all his friends about your sex life and sharing details about you? I, again, I don't know the context. So is it wrong? No, I don't. I mean, in and of itself, I guess, but if he doesn't like it and it makes him uncomfortable, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. The, the only, there's no probably to it. You shouldn't do it. it <laughs> that would go the other way around, too, if it was... Oh, yeah, both ways, thing. for sure. Man, I keep hitting this. I'm guess, sorry, guys. I guess the one... Besides what he said, which, of course, submit to your husband. If he says it's weird... Like well, I wouldn't we just submit to your husband? Awesome. If it were the other way around, too, and it was the wife saying, I don't want you sharing it with your friends, I'm thinking of, like, to me, it's bar just, talk, or, you know, that yeah. idea, or locker room, like, then you wouldn't do that either. Taking, like, yeah, their feelings also, into consideration. Yeah. Like, so it's like, hard to know it's, without detail. It's respect but, in a relationship. It's yeah. common courtesy. Um, well, again, that, I don't... What we... Go ahead. I just... I don't want to, like... I'm not condemning guess, it in and of itself. It depends on... The couple, and guess, you know, yeah. and also your heart. Again, it's hard for me to even understand what you're talking about. You know, what's the yeah, point of it? You know, and check your heart. Why am I talking about it? Mm. Well, go ahead. I, I guess the only other thing that came to mind is like if you're talking about that and you don't. Again, it goes back to the comparing thing, and then you're doing the thing where like you cause somebody to stumble in that, like mm -hmm. that, like you immediately get them thinking, and then they start fantasizing or things like that. That that's, that's a dangerous feasible. slope. And like I don't. That's the thing that comes to my mind, I guess there's a different, like, cause I've heard of people like going to other couples and being like, Hey, how can I like, like trying to learn? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the difference of like shop talk. And I like, I guess the shop talk is where I go, eh, that could cause somebody to like stumble or like, like that could be, that could be yeah. a weird thing. Like, yeah. Cause I'm almost with your husband. I'm like, that's a, that's a very strange thing to talk about, I guess. Yeah. But also but I've, I've been like, around yeah. guys. That's so true. I guess if you're listening 
I'll, let me end with this. If, if your husband doesn't feel comfortable with it, loving your husband and respecting him is not doing it, just like you would hope he would do for you if he were talking about it. Mm. So that's remember, always start with, you know, Jesus says, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Love people as I have loved you. Um, you know, love as yourself. How would you want to be loved if it were the other way around? And I don't know the details. So maybe if you hear this and you feel comfortable, you don't have to tell specifics, but like what was the kind of the, the context of the conversation so we can speak a little more into it. But overall, easy answer as far as love each other and respect each other and um, care that it makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good, man. I like that. <clears throat> All right, so well, my turn, right? Uh, when life keeps kicking you down, how do you keep your focus on God and not the situations? <laughs> hmm. You know, it's funny because this is like what I shared with you guys earlier. This is kind of like something I'm currently going through. Um, you know, you have to, and it's preaching myself, <laughs> so like you have to stick to truth. Like you have to cling to it. And I think that's why, you know, the Bible mentions clinging to things. So over and over again, like you have to cling to the fact that like God is good. God loves you. And like, it doesn't matter what, how terrible of a situation you're going through. God is in control. You know, he is sovereign. He knows he's, he's brought you to this moment and he knew where you were going to be and he loves you. And like a lot of the time we don't want that to be enough. We want, you know, we don't rest in that. Whether that's because we demand that there's something more or we demand that, you know, this is not what we were looking for. You know, like, like we just, we don't, we have a hard time resting the fact that he's in control and that he loves us as like a basis of faith. Like we, you know, we, we have a hard time wrapping our heads around that. Um, so that's, you know, you have to cling to the truth, you know. The only way you cling to the truth is reading the truth. Do what yeah. God tells you to do. And we just talked about this. Something I'm always convicted about when I'm feeling too down or discouraged <clears throat> is until the day that I can say I'm 100% doing what God has told me to do, I can't... <clears throat> um, question him really i can't be like you're not fair right am I, are you reading the word not just when you want to but like it's food that's good man are you in prayer do you go to church are you in community are you serving and loving other people so you're focused not just on your situation you know are you doing the things that god has told us we need to do and that before you say well that doesn't make sense it's no different than a tree a tree needs sunlight and water if we had a tree whose roots were in i don't know sand and never got water, and never got sunlight, we wouldn't go, well, goodness gracious, that's ridiculous that tree's dying. We would understand why it's having some of those, you know, its leaves are drying up. So how do you do that? Um, he had a great point. I try to remind myself in the, when I'm in the good place, truth, have an anchor verse. I say this all the time. That's what I call it. An anchor verse is the thing that holds you in place when life storms start swarming you around. What's a verse that you can cling to that will keep you focused on God? And for me, I just said a little bit ago, it was Romans 8, 1 and 2. There is no condemnation in Christ, right? For the, uh, the spirit of life has set me free from the, has set you free from the law of sin and death. Another one that I used to cling to all the time, I don't even tell you guys, was it also in Romans, I believe it's 8, 32. Could be, if it's somewhere in 8, so don't quote me on that. But it is, I consider that our present sufferings aren't worthy to be compared that, to the glory that will be revealed in us. 8, 18. So there it is, 8. So it's this, fo- it's this idea of, you know, it was a great reminder in the worst times of my life that this suffering, mm-hmm. as bad as it is, is nothing compared to the glory that's coming. Amen, man. So that's something that I really believe in, in doing and having. It's really good, dude. 
And yes, if it's an anchor verse, it means one you can quote because you have to know it, right? I used to write mine. I say this story all the time. Put it in my truck. It was, at the time, I had a truck. It was in my truck, and I wrote it down on a piece of paper and had it right there in my, uh, you know, my little, what is that called? Dash. My dash, yeah, but where the miles per hour and all that stuff was. Oh, yeah. So I looked at it constantly. Um, and that's how I know it. So. It's really cool. It's funny. The only reason why I know it's 818 is because there's a band called the Devil Wears Prada. And they, they're a Christian It is 818. You're right. As soon as you said I was like, yep, it's 818. Yep. And they have a whole album. I think 832 is the other one. The, I'm, um, God, work out all things for the glory of those who believe according to his purposes. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Nice. Anyway, yeah, man, that's cool. What was yeah. the song called? Uh, it's in a whole album. The whole album's mm-hmm. called just called 818, I'm pretty sure. So they, I think they named nope. it that to have yeah. people question what that, that was. That's 832. 832 is he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. He will not... How will he not also, with him, graciously give us all things? Well, that's still that's awesome. a great verse. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Um, Good question. Let's see. It's my turn, right? I believe so. Um, I'm currently studying Jonah. And Jonah 1-7, the sailors say, quote, let's cast lots, end quote. I don't understand what this means. Could you dive into this a little deeper? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Casting lots is either like... Depends on the culture. It's throwing bones. It's throwing dice. It's drawing straws. It's a, it's it's a it's a game of chance that people would sort of imply like, hey, however this goes, that's God answering us because He's sovereign. So um, they did that even in the New Testament. Remember, it said they cast lots for His clothes. They they played uh, for Christ's clothes, you know. And the uh, so yeah, um, honestly, it's kind of divining. Divin, um, so even though people there are saints and stuff that did it in the Old Testament, you know we don't need to do that. So, yeah. yeah, that's what they were doing. They were like, let's just say, let's they were rolling dice essentially. Which way do we go? I don't know. Let's flip a coin. Think of it that way. Flip a coin. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. Yeah, I had no idea what that meant. Yep, that's cool. That's what it means, man. Sip. Is it my turn? Oh, okay. oh yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Eric, I'm like, are you gonna take a sip when you're supposed to read the questions? Please, AJ. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Discussion. What are your thoughts? The Euphrates River is starting to dry up in 2021 and estimated to be completely dry by 2040, per Revelation 16:12. I got that for you. Buddy. Nice. What does it say? 16:12 says the sixth. This is when the. Uh, Angels poured out the bowls of wrath. The sixth oh poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Good golly. <laughs> the kings from the east? That's terrifying. Oh, man. So, what are my thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, that's terrifying. Um, it, dude, sometimes this is this, these are the small moments that like make me actually stop for a second and go, good God, this is real. <laughs> So the fact that, you know, the Euphrates River is starting to dry up, uh, man, that is a, that's a scary, scary thought, dude. Like, and it's supposed to be dry by 2040. I mean, that's just 20 years from now. Less than 18, actually. You know, I don't really know, like, as far as, like, what I I would say other than, like, that, you know. It's funny because, you know, when I think of, like, Revelation, I go to two places. One, it is terrifying, and the other, I think we've had these talks before. 
it's terrifying, but then there's also the other side that's like, but also like it's a it's a time of joy because you know you're going home. Um what is in between that is is you know all the different opinions of how Revelation actually plays out. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, like, you know, whether it's pre trib, post trib, mid trib. Yeah. You know, and for those of you that episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so like that's a scary thought. Like, you know, if it's pre trib, thank thank the Lord. <laughs> but uh, if it's not, uh, we're in for a we're in for a heck of a ride. Um so yeah, man, it's scary, but also it's jo- it's the time of like like hope, which is so it's it's hard to explain. It's a weird feeling because you're feeling both if, if you're a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of interesting discussions about old Revelation recently. Me and Trent stayed up one morning till like got off work and I was chilling and I talked to him before the show till like ten in the morning after working in a night shift. Mm-hmm. And we talked about we talked about Revelation. We we went to a whole bunch of places, even even like just the the horses of like the the seven horsemen of the apocalypse and then we we looked over i was like wait a second and i had my own question and talked about it and we we just got to a lot of this stuff is like it's be it seems to be coming more of a reality as we go through things and i've mm-hmm. noticed a panic almost coming with this so i guess what i think about that is, is i was like he's gonna come back sometime and i think the best way to take care best thing is to make sure your house is in order like make sure you're, I think uh, it's it's an interesting thing of like hey, one, you should pray to the Lord because if you're afraid, then you haven't been perfected in love. Like that's mm. it says that in that. So like hey, yeah. remember how much He loves you. Good. Two, if you don't know Him, you should be afraid. It's this is gonna it's not gonna be this isn't rainbows and sunshine. Um, and three, I would say make sure your house is in order and make sure you're like you're right with the Lord. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with even saying that. Like, hey, make sure that you're going to the Lord. If you have secrets in your life, you have all those things in life, like you need to go do that, deal with that. You need to go talk to him. You need to go confess and do those things that he tells you to do. And then you need to go deal with maybe even weeds in your life. Bitterness is what I mean by weeds and things like that. Like, if you're truly terrified of that, make sure you're doing all the things that you can do to do that. And also realize that you don't really have control over that. All you can do is follow the Lord and make sure that you are right and that you're doing the things that you were supposed to do. It's hmm. good, man. That's uh, good overall when it comes to all this. Uh, one thing I'll say specifically about this, <clears throat> so um, the Euphrates drying up there in 1612 is talking from the sixth bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and regardless of timing, there's a lot of things that are going to, that, that the timing-wise have to work out here. At this point, the beast and the Antichrist and all that are already ruling. <clears throat> Babylon the Great's here. Uh, I mean, here's the second bowl. The second bowl, the second poured out his bowl into the sea. It turned to blood like a dead man's and all life in the sea died. The first bowl was go pour out the seven. The first went and poured out his bowl on the earth and severely painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast. So who worshiped his image? So the beast would already be out by this point, you would think. So could you say it might happen within the next 20 years? Right? That, sure. But overall, <clears throat> certain things are going to happen in order. Mm. <clears throat> so there's, there's, you got to deal with that too. That's and, because even the sixth bowl, if you listen, it says, prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming from the dragon's mouth, from the beast's mouth, and from the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons performing signs who will travel the kings of the whole earth to assemble them for the battle of the great day of God the Almighty. Look, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who is alert and remains close so he does not go naked and they see his shame. So they assembled them. This is right before the big battle. Wow. 
Armageddon. So, um, is it possible? Sure, but but remember, it's very specific things are going to happen in order here. Hmm. Um, and one of the things I'll say is people, it's not we try to fit things within the context. I think sometimes of like, oh, this could be it. Listen, the when the Antichrist comes, you, he's going to take over. People are lit. The, this mark of the beast is going to be a willful choice. It's not going to be tricked into you. You will; cho- these people will choose to follow him and worship that. Does that make sense? So yep. don't worry about being tricked. When now, when that's, are we in a time that everything seems crazy? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not, but yeah. specifically with that seal, I guess, right? That bowl. Um, could it happen within 20 years? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I think Clint's point's great. The big point is, and what it said there. Actually, I didn't even mean to when I read the end of that. When he says, I'm coming like a thief in the night. Don't be naked. Don't be unprepared. Mm. For you will see, your, you know, get your mind right. It's good. Get your, get your heart right by putting your faith in Jesus. Great point. All right, man. You're up. Let's see. So this is a continuation of... Uh, uh, I'm to skip that one because we don't have time. Sorry. Okay. Number four. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. All right. So maybe so, five. All right. We are... Okay, so next question. We are called... To be perfect in God's eyes. Women, men are called to be perfect in God's eyes. We are chasing after this thing that God calls us to. But we are not perfect. Far from it. Todd says all the time that we can never be perfect. But why not? If we are chasing after to be perfect, can one person on this earth not work so hard to achieve to be perfect? But if we do be, but if we do become everything God calls us to, what if we do no, defeat all sin? Reread that. What if we do become everything God calls us to? Oh, as a there question. we go. Yeah, My bad. We do? Yeah, that's okay. I do too when there's a big chunk. <clears throat> so what if we do, what sorry, can you read those last yeah, again? What if we do it become everything God calls us to? What if we do defeat all sin? You did it again. What if we do it? What if we do become because <laughs> he's throwing me for a loop. I think. Because I think you put what if we do it become everything God calls us oh, to. Oh my okay. So what if we do become everything God calls us to? I could be to. wrong too, and you we'll go back and listen and be like, you said it right, and I'm a crazy man. Um so, so ADD or uh, OCD. Anyway, uh, what if we do become everything God's? What if we defeat all sin? So, I guess the question is, why can't we be perfect? <clears throat> well, because <clears throat> of our flesh. Um, yes. If we could become perfect, anyone, um, we wouldn't need Christ. Now, I know there's people out there that say because of the Holy Spirit that, and there's there's denominational beliefs that think you can become fully sanctified this side of heaven. I don't mm. think that's scripturally backed, um, glorified, right? The idea of being glorified, as Paul calls it, um, is when we're fully everything we're meant to be. So I think Paul describes that. Um, now, do I believe we can become so sanctified that outwardly you're you're going to find, you know? Yeah, I do, you know. But remember, the standard is so high that it's literal perfection, you know, in the sense of like Jesus said, if you've looked at your brother with anger and anger in your heart. So if you've been angry at someone, sin. Because it's like murder in the comparison. He's making that comparison. It's just as bad. Have you lusted at anyone? Then um, you've committed adultery. So here's the other thing, the idea of perfect. If you were ever not perfect, no yes. matter if you were in the future, are you perfect? No. Okay, so I'm going to take this piece of paper. Yep. It's white, right? So up here on this part, the top part, I have yellow. Yep. And the rest of it's all white. Is this piece of paper still completely white? Even no. though from here on, no, of course not. So we can't be. And when I say that, that is not to justify sin. We are to kill sin and to, and to seek a, 
to the best of our ability to live a holy, perfect, God-pleasing life, and then trusting the Holy Spirit to make up the difference. So instead of worrying about whether or not you can become perfect, you should be pursuing it as though you can. And when you fall, sh- but when you fall short, and you will, trusting God's grace to hold on to you. Mm. And also, really um, the other side of it too is, uh, man, I had a thought and I lost it because I, I was thinking about that idea. What if we do everything God calls it? You know, the we don't defeat sin. God defeated. Jesus defeated sin and death. So, I guess I don't understand the question. Uh, other than, what if we do become everything God calls us to? We will someday. Um, but so not, I guess I don't understand the question fully. Yeah, because because I I feel like in a way they're trying to say like, what if we can do that on this side of heaven and we can't? Because yeah, already, that, we I guess that's my answer. Yep, like we. It's, it, I like your analogy with the piece of paper because. We are, they're trying to say like... Oh, why can we not be perfect? Yes, I already answered that too. Sorry. Yeah. So it's like, the, it's because you're already marked. Like you've already, like yeah. you were, you, you've already sinned. You can't, you can't go un- back from yeah. that. So like you can't be perfect. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it also is in the pursuit. Now I remember, thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, you pursue whatever you can, but you're also fully aware that any of your victories do not come through your own strength. No, it's from him. Right. So <laughs> it, what you're describing is almost a Pharisaical view of I can reach it through my own actions. Yeah. I know that's not what your heart is. I think you can tell in this, in this message, but feel free to come back and, and ask you to be more specific or kind of share with us what you're debating. But yeah, yeah. overall, it does. it's not possible this side of heaven. However, is it possible that from a human perspective, someone's going to look like they are? I believe that if we do what God tells us to do, because... The symptoms of our sin is going to be so, like, it's going to be just the little the little splinters left. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It should be to the point that we couldn't tell that, that we couldn't even tell. But when it comes to remember, defeating sin fully means you're fully like Jesus on this side of heaven. That's right, man. So remember, that's the standard. I like that because like out in this kind of it's funny. I like the fact you said Pharisee because yeah. it reminds me of Pharisees. They probably did look perfect on the outside oh, to, sure. to the world, but God knew their hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that's the one you have to worry about the most is God knowing your heart, not anybody else, because mm-hmm. He's the one who sees it all. So yeah. So I'm I'd love to hear. I like where you're going with that, but kind of and that's a good point, man. Is but just kind of yeah. I think that's our answer, unless there's something you're asking we didn't catch. Anyway, we got a lot more to go over, but unfortunately, I think we ran out of time today. Yeah, it's been a good episode. I think so. Tons of more questions. Tons of more? Tons of more questions. <laughs> <laughs> tons of more. Ton- Sounds like a country. Welcome to Tons of More. <laughs> it does. I'm a Tons of Morian. Anyway, tons of Mori. Hey, man, you got anything you want to say before we close um, up shop? Just thank you guys so much for watching. Um, you know, I love you guys. Um, you know, you guys have been a part of such a long journey. Mm. How cool is to be you know just a part of something that you guys without you guys wouldn't happen so amen you you, with your guys's faithfulness watching this listening to this you know you guys have i mean i you guys have held me up in a lot of ways so thank you so much for that um if you guys are watching from facebook please like share comment on this video uh you know hey send it to somebody on facebook say hey why don't you give us a listener watch um if you are watching from youtube uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel and, and click the notification bell so that you'll get notified every time uh, our channel posts and you can be one of the first people to watch it. If you're watching from Rumble, hey, 
give us a rumble. And uh, let's see, what else is out there now? Uh, there's a new app out there called True Social that we're hoping to be on soon uh, once we can actually get through to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. Um, what else is out there? You know, we have a lot of social media outlets. You know, we got Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram, the underscore remnant church. Um, what else? There's TikTok, which I believe is remnant church CC. Um, Twitter is uh, at the remnant church CC. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Follow us on all of our social media stuff and uh, stay informed. And uh, we, I love you. Fun turn. Just the same old, same old. Leave us a review over there on iTunes or any of the other podcasting platforms that you you visit us at. Leave us a review and something briefly in the uh, in the old righty part of it. We would love to hear you. Doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Could be your favorite color. Could be your favorite TV dinner. Could be your favorite type of wood. Could definitely be that. Anything. Or it could be something very heartfelt. Um, and if you didn't like this and you didn't want to be around us, we're the only show, one of the few shows in the world that I've ever heard that says, well, we're sorry that you, you don't want to have a discussion with us, even if you disagree with us. And we ask you to just go on down the line without leaving any review. And uh, we wish you a, a good day and a do. And uh, it was nice seeing you, but sorry it didn't work out. But otherwise, always the question, uh, the uh, link below for the questions and everything like that. That's all. Uh, you guys are getting pretty good at your uh, your spiels. We're trying. One week when I completely forgot mine. <laughs> so, um, well, I can't can't find what I'm looking for. But <clears throat> I guess I want to leave you guys just with a little something before before we end uh, cool. end the show today. Um, and I wish I could find. Buy some time for me here. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think of... So, let's see. I think I mentioned all the social media outlets we have. Like Clint said, you know, we, we are available on all major podcasting platforms. It, it goes farther than even, you know, like we mentioned Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on those. Yeah. We're also on, like, iHeartRadio even, <laughs> which I don't know if anybody listens to iHeartRadio. If you do, cool. We're on that. We're on Pandora also. Um, what else? Like CastBox. Um, man, it just, it goes far and wide. So if you just type in Real Talk Web Series, you'll find us on any, just about any podcast platform. So any of those people who you got your, your little small app used to listen to podcasts, we're probably on it. So check us out. Wait, what was the last one you said? I actually genuinely curious. I'm not trying to buy time. What's oh, it? like, like the app? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called like CastBox or something. <laughs> oh, nice. But yeah, we're on like iHeartRadio. We're on uh, Pandora. If anybody listens, I didn't to know Pan- we're on Pandora. Yeah, we're on Pandora. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones. Uh, it's cool because a lot of the time they use like little like RSS feeds to like put it out to different ones that you like we didn't even necessarily sign up for. We're just on it. <laughs> so it's pretty neat. It is, it is pretty cool. Um, what else? Hey, you know if you uh, if you do uh, actually go here to the remnant, you'll know that we do post our sermons. Uh, every week, I think we're a little behind right now, but we're trying to get caught up. But uh, we post Todd's sermons every week on our podcast. Whoever preaches that week, yeah. yes, or whoever preaches that week, we do post uh, the podcast. We post it in podcast form, which that I believe is available on on just about all uh, podcast platforms as well. It's just the Remnant Church. You'll see our fancy little R in there. Um, it'll have the name of the message and the person who uh, preached the message. So pretty cool. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the more up and coming things that we haven't mentioned much, but you know, it's been around for a little while now. Um, you know, it's got, it's got like, I think almost 
all sermons from like the year I think like late 2019 on to up to present. So a lot a lot of stuff on there to check out. Um, I I highly recommend it, especially if you feel like you know you you can't sit and watch the sermon. You can you know listen to it on the go in your car anywhere you're going. So it's very convenient. Um, well, guys, I'm going to leave you. That's awesome. Thank you. A couple yeah, of things. Of One is <clears throat> Jesus has promised us that he'll never let us go. And since we're talking about perfection and the idea of being perfect, then we have to impl- understand that there's <clears throat> we're going to fail. Even if you could reach it, that means there's a lot of times you'd fail. And Jesus promises us. He said, I will never let go of one of these you've given to me. That's what mm. he says to, to the Father. And <clears throat> when we put our faith in him, even if we, you know, we feel like we've let go of him or walk, he never lets go of us. Um, and why do I tell you that? Because you can rest in that. Hmm. Instead of living that life that's focused on your mistakes and your sin, we create a gospel that's almost sin-glorifying because that's the only focus. It's constantly trying to defeat sin, constantly trying to overcome sin, constantly trying to beat sin, trying to, constantly trying... Well, that, that's not <clears throat> life. You're already free. And our life should be spent focusing a lot on the do's. And certainly we know that we're not to, you know, not to sin the best of our ability, but that shouldn't be put above the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and love others as yourself. <clears throat> so be encouraged that you can't lose something that was never dependent on you. That when you put your faith in Jesus, that he holds on to you, even if you feel like you can't hold on to him. Uh, and there's encouragement in that. And I, and I mean that because there's going to come times. And with that, I want to leave you with this first. We talk about the world being scary and sometimes even... Things are hard, and it feels yeah. losing. And it says here at the end, this is before, really close to Jesus being crucified, and he's talking to his disciples. And he starts by saying, a little while and you will no longer see me. Again, <clears throat> a little while and you and you will see me. Um, and then they asked him, what are you, why are you saying this? And he goes, I assure you, you will weep and wail, but the world will rejoice. You will become sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. When a woman is in labor, she has pain because her time has come. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the suffering because of the joy that a person has been born into the world. So you also have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Your hearts will rejoice and no one will rob you of your joy. Um, cling to that, that God's promises are real, that Jesus is, is holding on to you. And not only that, but that he's gonna come back. And when he comes back, our present sufferings aren't worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Mm. Romans 8.18. So just know that you guys are loved. God loves you. God sees you. God's never going to let you go. I hope you guys have a great day. Praying for you. Be praying for us. And uh, pray for this world. And hey, rejoice either way because we know he's in control. There's so much to be uh, joyful about. Have a great day. And God bless you.